0: Hi, I'm Amanda Pesciucco. This is Sheila. Hello, it's Debita. I'm Gina Lovato. Hey, it's Anna Dunn. I'm Caitlin Bailey. This is Melissa Novak. It's Sean Jacobson. Hey, it's Bethany Nicole. Welcome to Sex Party. And welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. Welcome to Sex Party. To sex,
1: party. <laughs> sex Party with your host, Dustin Rivka. Hello and welcome to sex party. I'm your host Dustin Ribka with me on the show. This week is Tatum Zoe Tatum is a sex enthusiast and a podcast host. This episode is wild. This episode is so much fucking fun. Tatum and I talk about a threesome scenario between her, her partner, and a sex style. We chat about tampons getting stuck inside vaginas during sex. We chat about the anxiety around producing a podcast. Tatum teaches a masterclass in how to have a perfect hoe phase towards the end of the episode. And she also goes through the burner. So grab your popcorn, make sure it's buttered, and enjoy my conversation with Tatum Zoe. This week's conversation. conversation. Tatum Zoe, welcome to Sex Party. How are you doing? I'm
0: good. I'm good.
1: How are you? Uh, I'm good. We talked a bit earlier about how um, it is currently in this timeline. It is Monday. Uh, Mondays are not my favorite. I know some fucking Gary Vaynerchuk people out there are like, Monday's <laughs> rule. And I, I get it. and I love you guys, but like not for me. So we're dealing with a bit of... Um, construction and lack of caffeine, all of the things, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's the beauty of Monday and what I try to like bring (laughs) into Mondays is like, we're recording this on a Monday. I'm not sure when your episodes drop mine do on the Mondays. And I'm like, here's mm. one thing to make this a little better. Like, yeah, Monday might suck, but like, let's bring some fun to it in a way that yeah, we know how.
1: For sure. Like that might save someone's life. Actually. Like I'm like, they're out in the middle of traffic. They're going to jump in front of a bus. They get that <laughs> yeah. notification that you let's put see. a new episode out. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Just not today, Yeah. <laughs> not today. I got an episode to listen to Then we'll reevaluate. Yeah. Um, and that's really great, too, because I, I think uh y- your episodes are fun, and and also, like, again, we talked a teeny bit about this before we started recording, but like it's the same thing like with my show. We try to provide value, but like we might get covered and, in, in, you know, God knows what, on the way to to that value, so everybody right. buckle up, right? Yeah, yeah,. Uh, um, so for the people who don't know you, they've never seen you, they've never heard your name um could you talk a little bit about who you are and what you do
0: yeah um it's so funny because we were just talking about how i hate <laughs> introing myself and, then you just and here me. we are yeah <laughs> but like do it
1: however however you want to do it you can you could like uh you know you could you could do something you could totally like pull uh something out of your back pocket doesn't matter whatever you want okay do.
0: well my name is tatum tatum zoe on instagram i um a quick brief on how I started my show is I also am in the lash industry. So that's my, my day job is in, uh, be in the beauty industry. And I, when I was single, I would openly talk about all my clients. Like I swear people loved coming to me because it was just outlandish conversation, dating stories, stuff like that. <laughs> and um, over the last couple of years, I, I'd been in a relationship and those kind of like dwindled a little bit, you know, cause things change. And then I just started thinking, I'm like, saw all these podcasts coming up and I'm like, you know what? I should fucking do that. And I was getting a lot of like empowerment from my clients and my friends. They're like, you'd be so perfect at this. Um, You have the voice for it. Like you're wild. You know, you put crazy stuff out on Instagram. I think that's the other side of it too, is like, I'm a creator. So I do like to have my own twist on the creativity and post uh, just outlandish funny reels on Instagram. And I think that kind of coincided with my podcast and starting the podcast as well. Um, so yeah, that's it. You know, a woman of many trades with a little bit of sarcasm and blue hair and big tits, you know, I don't know. That's just who I am.
1: <laughs> no, see. That's a fucking great. That's a great <laughs> intro. You should feel more confident about introing yourself. That was perfect. That
0: was yeah. Perfect. Okay. So here's my thing really quick. I just wanted to sure. say like, I don't feel like I'm great at being interviewed. I think sometimes <laughs> I like go off and I, I don't even think I answer the questions most of the time. So like, if you need to just like yell at me and holler back, like we can do that.
1: <laughs> I so got you. Like, oh, first of all, I like, uh, guest, cause I've started to like guest on other people's podcasts. Yeah. Guest Dustin is very different from host Dustin. Uh, he's a little more, if you can even believe it, he's a little more irresponsible. He's a little <laughs> more wild. So, like, whatever. But, no, I totally got you. I think this <laughs> is going to be fucking great. Um, being the, the, the re- I've been chasing you to get on the show for a while. I was, like, badgering you, I, know, I don't know, three, three months ago. And, uh, <laughs> you know, to be a podcast host, I would say... of your time is like badgering people to be on your show. Right. And I've been really lucky to have guests like you who, who eventually say yes. And, and, or maybe, maybe say yes right (laughs) away or whatever, but, um, and, and, and and they're no, but like, you know, people are busy and going through shit. Yeah. Like, Like we didn't just fucking have three years of a pandemic and political chaos. I get it. Trust me. Um, and everybody's like, you know, doing their own thing but i'm glad to have you here all that being said and i think that this is going to be fucking awesome and you know to jump right in and to your podcast uh, and your content really because there's just something about your personality that i think perfectly suits you as a creator thank and you y- you do have the blue hair yes. you are making the great fucking reels like the the one i just watched was like <laughs> you know, what, the, 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 it, like everyone does like when everything reminds you of him right okay yeah. and like but like yours was like really funny because it was like so like misleading in, in the way in the sense you're like oh there's no way like she's having sex right now and then like you yeah. back up and you're like doing a protein shake right <laughs> like very creative very fun very sexual and like that's the kind of shit we love around here and yeah. that combined with um you know the episodes they listen to where you're you are providing value, but like you're providing it in your own way. So I think that your show, you as a person, like it all fits. A lot of people, I think, struggle to, to find their, their brand. Or it takes a while to find their brand and who they are, but yours seems very well branded. Is that is that like something that you you practice, like tying it all into one thing or did you just go for it? Or
0: I mean, that's a really... Interesting question. And I i honestly feel so honored. Like that was such a great compliment. Also, um, I just I think the biggest part of like, being in this space and being a creative and, um, and online and showing, you know, kind of wrapping all of these things together is this is just who I am, you know, mm-hmm. so like, I think for me, I really stepped into like the fullest version of myself after I got out of a really abusive relationship and that was back in like 2018 and it was with someone who literally told me he's like you just post that online because you want attention and then I was like well you're damn right
1: (laughs) yeah what's wrong with that who
0: doesn't who doesn't (laughs) Attention, and then you know, like I said, it was a crazy relationship. I dyed my hair blue. I was like, "Fuck this!" I'm okay. like, going to be the fullest version of myself. And you know, sometimes I question, like, am I really gonna post, you know, me gagging on a banana and slow mo on Instagram? But here we are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like that's what's great about it is that you could tell that that's you, you yeah. know. And and I do think you know. Coming out of an abusive relationship, let's just like hit that one right away because yeah, sure. did that did that were you so you were already posting banana gags and and whatever like before oh, okay. no 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 okay so you went like full on like, I went and,
0: yeah I went full on
1: was it because. Like that was it, like the abusive relationship, like pushed you to be your full version of yourself to like, fuck that, fuck that guy. Right. Or whatever. Or what was it about the end of that? Did you just felt freer?
0: Yeah, I think, um, I think it was a little bit of both. I think it was definitely like a big fuck that guy, like the relationship was, it, it was very short, but it lasted a very long time as far mm-hmm. as like the trauma and I had to put a restraining order on him. There was a court case. It was like a whole thing. Um, and I, and I think where it stemmed from is because he was like trying to, what's like, what's the word? Like dull my shine, like mm-hmm. trying to like, tell me what to wear. Or like I would wear a crop top and I'd be like, why are you wearing that? Or I would like feel pretty, like maybe post like a little thirsty, thirst trap. And then it was like, like, why are you posting that online? Like we're together type of thing or like in a bikini or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember so specifically, um, I actually have a photo on Instagram where I was wearing this hoodie. It was like a zip up hoodie. And I had, recently just got my boobs done and they looked really good. And I'm like in the mirror, no bra with the the hoodie zipped up. And I was like, I want to fucking post this on Instagram. It was right when I got out of this relationship and I posted it and I titled the caption. I was like, my ex always told me that I post stuff like this to get attention. So I call this photo, give me your attention. (laughs) And it was like just something about that moment is like, like ingrained in my head where I was like, I am never gonna like, pretend to be someone I'm not for another man ever. And that was kind of the start of this, you know, stepping into the fullest version of myself and not just having these conversations with my friends, but like with the world, like publicly putting them out online to try and get some feedback or, you know, understanding that like, I'm not the only person going through these things. I'm not the only person talking about sex. Like I wasn't the only person who like queefed when I was changing positions, you know, it's (laughs) like something so simple like that where it's like some people would ridicule you for talking about those things. But then you have 20 people in your DMS being like, Oh my God, this happened to me too. Like, thank you for sharing, you know?
1: yeah i mean and that's where the fucking life gold is and i just think that that is such a fuck, everything you just said is such a fucking huge powerful statement right because we love when someone comes into their own like the the moment in in any movie uh usually at the end of the fucking training montage right whether it's a boxing movie or a fucking batman or whatever but it's like that moment that the person steps into their shit in the yeah. costume for the first time it's like yeah let's fucking go this is going to be crazy and then they beat everyone's ass so like um that's that's equivalent to your moment right there yeah. posting that fucking hoodie uh titty fucking photo like that's the exact same thing exact same effect because i think when someone comes into their shit and they get away from some fucking you know court jester that fucking is trying to keep them down Um, that's a beautiful thing. And I think Mm -hmm. more people benefit from, from seeing someone being abused and sorry that that happened to you and someone being, uh, ridiculed. And like, like you said, like your, your shine was dulled. You were being sort of held in a box. And I think, you know, I am a man, I'm going to go ahead and say it, but like men, uh, just mentally, I think that the lot of us, have this weird thing where we want to keep our pretty little women in in these little boxes and shit. And I think Mm -hmm. for me, at least personally, you know, I, I just, I grew up around a ton of strong women and I just never, I had my, my perspective had to flip and, and it became this thing where it's like, if everyone in the bar is doesn't want to fuck my girlfriend i'm not dating the right girlfriend you know what i mean like that's (laughs)
0: that's a great way to think about it i was gonna say like it's like that meme where it's like if you like a hot girl doing hot shit then Mm -hmm. or if you don't like a hot girl doing hot shit then don't date a hot girl it's like so simple
1: yeah. And it's, it's like these things that we keep getting hung up on. Like, um, for instance, about how, uh, if a dude like sends like a hundred DMS, uh, like, Hey, 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 hello. Hi. Like whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. then the girl doesn't respond and then he's like fucking slut. Yeah. Wait, what <laughs> actually that's not, the- uh, <laughs> and, and you know, if it was like some, some woman who, you know, was, was like in a bikini or doing whatever, and she talked to you. She wouldn't be a slut then, right?
0: Exactly. When I mean, she's interested, it wouldn't it, matter. Yeah. Then you're all game. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it all it all comes down to like ego, and like well, I think when people, mainly men, obviously act that way, it's such a tell, right? Like people wear their fucking emotions and shit on their sleeves. Yeah. And and it's like. Yo, y'all look weak when you get jealous like that, and like it's
0: so unattractive.
1: It, it, like it's 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 unattractive on a man, on on, on a woman, on anyone, right? Yeah. When your dog gets jealous and acts like an asshole, like it's, yeah. it's a, jealousy is not a good look on any creature at all. And I and I think. I think it's normal to get jealous, but it's what you do with it, right? If you mm-hmm. don't sw- switch that perspective, if you don't like whatever. And I, and we like cover this a lot with like open relationships on the show. It's like, no, 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 the jealousy is still there. You just have to figure out like, what is it going to do for you and figure And so learning that has been a really uh, unique kind of experience that I think is like really, really valuable, hopefully for the audience yeah. too. But when you like stepped out, and with your superhero moment, right? Um, did did the podcast like then soon follow after that, or was it a little bit of time? Did you take some time to be in your blue hair, <laughs> your blue hair face, or whatever?
0: Um, no. So the podcast I didn't start until Wait, no, I think it was twenty twenty one. Um, so I think it was really. it it was just a slow process. I think a lot of it just started on Instagram and, you know, I think Instagram has changed like exponentially in the last, even like three, four years. Mm -hmm. And I really just started posting a lot and doing things for myself. Like if I like it, if I feel sexy, I'm going to go for it, you know? And then that kind of, kind of changed my whole like the way I think about like relationships and dating people and seeing red flags and listening to the red flags, not just seeing them, but actually like, you know, tearing them down and not following through. <laughs> um, so no, I think the podcast came, I think more recently when I was like, this is who I am. And I do think like I have could give some value in this space and You know, I just I like to have a good time. I I do think that I have a good sense of humor. And I think I'm able to like relate that in my show. I also realized over the last couple of years that like I am more anxious than I thought I ever was. And for me, it's like an overwhelming like conversation of me like talking to myself. <laughs> so yeah. it's great when I have like this space and this outlet to just put all of those like thoughts and comments like onto the microphone and into the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, it see, and uh, what I'm gonna say is gonna sound really unhealthy, but hey, that's just par for the course around here. Um so I, I have like really high functioning weirdo anxiety. And so the podcast for me as i like grab my sweater and whatever um <laughs> uh, it's like as long as i'm recording editing doing and there's as you know there, mm-hmm. there's 17 and a half full-time jobs that come with with running a podcast i'm not complaining but let's I'm telling the truth. It's a
0: lot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't edit my show. I'm like I'm. I am pausing myself if I lose my train of thought, and I'm just putting it out. No, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and everyone's got to do it their own way. But for me, if if I get all of my stuff done, Mm -hmm. and it's like Sunday, right? I'm like, oh shit, Uh," and then my anxiety starts. It's like when it's quiet. Yeah. I'm one of those people where it's like some people are just like more comfortable in hell. Like I am more comfortable in hell. Like when there's chaos and problems, I'm like, okay, let's fucking chug three red bulls and figure this shit out. You know what I mean? Um, so do you
0: feel like, do you feel like you're comfortable like that? Because it's like, there's still so many other things that need to be done. So it's almost like a distraction from being anxious.
1: I think so. But I also feel like, so my whole thing is like, uh, how can I use this fucked up thing, the disadvantage that I have, how mm-hmm. can I flip it and use it as an advantage? Cause like the most successful people I've looked up to have like written about their depression or right. um used some fucking thing in some genius way. So I think that's my version of trying to do that. So there is that, but I also mm-hmm. think that like, once you do that for so long, I used to be a nightclub promoter for for fifteen years. I was really successful. I can
0: see that. I can see that. You have
1: like the vibe, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and once you, once you have the vibe, it never leaves you. So whatever. Yeah. But I used to host these really big parties, and and um, you know, it was it was really chaotic, and and I, I had like seven or eight assistants who just quit after the first, you know, whatever. And, wow. and they're like, I don't know how you. I mean, my parents came to one you know, towards the end. And, and it was like for a charity event, you know, there's a thousand people mm-hmm. all asking me questions and they're just like, this is, uh, we're really overwhelmed. This is really beautiful. But how you've done this for 15 years, Insane. I have no, yeah. So I, I feel like it's a blessing and a curse because you do things like that. And like, Oh, what's the next stressful thing? Oh, a podcast. Right. Um, and I love what I do, but mm-hmm. The, the tricky thing is, is once you once you really start using your disadvantage as an advantage and you start to like get traction or whatever, A, you can't ever stop. And B, if you do take a little moment, mm-hmm. that anxiety of not knowing what to do with yourself, it, it's like I, I will stand in the grocery store and be like, uh <laughs> avocados. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what I don't know what the fuck's going on. So <laughs> you've it, it's a blessing and a curse and, and it sounds like um you know y- you have similar aspects of that too because you you have taken breaks on your show yeah um and i think that this, that's like fucking healthy to do like if you want like talk a little bit about like what made you because it seemed like you were cooking along bi-weekly episodes yes. for almost a, a, a year and then maybe like you were like i need a fucking tap out for a second.
0: Yeah, I it's funny because you're talking about all this and I'm like seeing so much of myself and how yeah. I, how I've like reacted to these things and last year I told myself I was like I'm okay, so the first year I started, I was doing weekly episodes and I did mm-hmm. weekly episodes right off the bat for like three, four months, maybe I just got completely burnt out because like I said, I have all this other shit. I'm a mom. I have a business. I have people working for my business. Like there's a lot of other things happening. This was just a hobby for me. So then last year I was like, I'm going to do bi-weekly episodes, like not put as much stress on myself. And the end of last year was a very difficult year for me. Um, which I hope soon or in the future is something that I could, I can talk about on my show because I think it would bring a lot of really good awareness to just life in general. But I had like a lot going on and then it just, my creativity just fucking fell. It was just gone. And that's kind of like, to answer your question, what I've been struggling with, like the end of last year, the beginning of this year, I haven't made any, oh, this is my cat. (laughs) (laughs) sorry
1: cameo no you're good (laughs)
0: um I haven't made any commitments this year because I don't want to overwhelm myself and I'm still like in this creative block um which sucks so yeah I I think I just I get so overwhelmed because I want to do all these things and I love this space and I love the podcast but I'm in this like mental creative block where it's been really hard for me to like pull out what I feel like I need for the show
1: mm-hmm. because of some yeah. of
0: those other like personal things that were going on, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like that's so, so many people go do go through that, you know? And it's, it's like, uh, it, it's just something that you sort of kind of float around in until there's like an epiphany or yeah. or you like fucking force yourself. Like I used to, I used to write a lot and and a lot of like my writing would get bought up by like like ghostwriting companies, like blogs and like whatever. Oh, okay. So I would write it and someone else put their name on it, like yeah. kind of stuff. And and I w- always wanted to do more like creative, whatever. And I and I did, but again, like when you have something personal, you know, and it's I have this so whole manuscript that I, uh, I wrote originally as a screenplay. Now I'm like, well, maybe it's a book. And it's like, I'm only saying that because I don't want to finish it and whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like blocked with that. And that's unfortunate because you know right in the middle of the pandemic there was interest from from you know companies in Hollywood wow. for it or whatever too so but like it's just sitting there and I'm like no I'm, I'm podcasting I can't be bothered to write that uh but like I I know deep down in my gut like, I'm smart enough to figure out like it's not gonna happen until I go and write a, a couple bad pages mm-hmm. and like these are bad but guess who's writing daddy's writing again and yeah. so then that's that's like I just need to push myself and I and I feel that and it's there's nothing harder than forcing yourself to do something that you don't feel like doing.
0: Yeah, it sucks. It sucks because I, I love doing the podcast so much, but my, I like to do solo episodes where it's just me and I've recorded a couple and I just don't feel, Feel like they're mm-hmm. good. I'm pulling, and you know, that's why I'm glad you were giving me shit because I took so long <laughs> to respond to you <laughs> and book this, but which I appreciate. And I'm glad you reached back out to me because yeah. I'm, you know, I have like, I want to create this formula for my show, but then I'm realizing like. Who fucking cares? Like, you don't have to do a solo and a guest, a solo and a guest. Like, just put it out there. Like, put yourself mm-hmm. out there. Go on other people's shows. Like, invite people over to get inspired. And, you know, that's kind of this week. I Actually, I did a show yesterday. And now I have this one today. And I'm like, okay, you know what? We're just saying yes. That's what yeah,
1: we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and oh, first of all... I was not trying to make you look bad. I was trying yeah. to like actually like like illuminate like how psychotic I am for, okay. the, for the audience because they already kind of have an idea, but like yeah. now we're giving them a little bit more. Because I just get so when I want something, I just I, it, I'm like obsessive compulsive nonstop. Yeah. Um. And you know, I, I gave you a break for like a month or two, and then I was like, you know what? I'm on this recording thing. She'd be perfect. So boom. Then I reach back out. Yeah. Here here we we are. are. Yeah. And you're right. Sometimes you do have to say yes, even to like weird shit. Like that sounds kind of weird, but (laughs) all right, fuck it. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. You never, you never know what's going to come from it.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Okay. So the podcast girl, stop talking. Um, it's on, uh, well it's coming back and I'm sure your solo episodes. I do this all the time too. Like your solo episodes you think are fucking trash or whatever. I guarantee you they're not. That's just your brain like saying, don't release those. You'll look bad. Yeah. Um, and so oh, are we on a brief hiatus still, or we're just kind of trying to figure it out still?
0: Um, I'm trying to figure it out. I dropped an episode today. And I have a guest on that one, and that's going well. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We're on camera. He's so nice.
1: So great.
0: He's yeah, like we love that. Doing the most. Usually I have my score bottle so I can like score them so he doesn't come to <laughs> me. Um, but I, you know, I, I want to set some something up for myself. I'm just, I don't know if I'm prepared yet. So. Sure. You know, I I would like to at least post one a month. I think that's kind of where I'm feeling today, where I want to yeah. be is is one a month. Sure. But you know, my release dates on Mondays. If I can get two out bi-weekly, that's always the goal. Um, I'm hoping that my you know my creativity will be coming back a little bit.
1: Yeah, and there's a there's a bunch of episodes that are available for people to listen to because I listen to some of them as well. So they can go and like listen yeah. to that. And by the time this airs, you never know. You might have a fucking you know, a moment where you just, just fucking go for (laughs) it. Right. But like, what's the elevator pitch for your podcast?
0: Okay. So right now I'm, I'm doing a lot of like traveling and stuff this year. So I'm really, I'm going to start game planning to kind of tap into some of those things and be a little more consistent um, the direction that I've been wanting to go with the podcast is what I do now. I guess maybe I should explain that a little bit cause I don't know if I really did, but it's a sex dating relationship podcast, some, you know, comedic fun and stories oversharing my own personal stories, mm-hmm. um, to co- hopefully connect with someone else who's just as embarrassing as I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, although I love that side, I also wanted to bring in a little more empowerment into um, my platform and the stories that I'm talking about in the way that will kind of open people's eyes to, you know, more sexual empowerment of like owning who you are, being comfortable, communicating like with partners, with your partner, doing things for yourself that make you feel good. Um I've also feel like I've learned so much just from being in this space and, you know, really talking about like how to properly communicate. And, you know, if you're feeling anxious or a friend hurt your feelings, like ways to guide you to be able to have those conversations. So you're not talking shit about them to like all your other friends, you know, like just little things like that. I kind of want to move into like this empowerment space of, you know, helping men and women being able to openly talk about sex and not make it weird, like where it's twenty twenty three. Like, look at what's happening in the world right now. You know, it's like sex should be talked about.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, and that's you know, you, we we share a similar mission statement with podcasts for sure. I just felt like uh, fuck it, like let's let's talk about some of the crazier shit because it's not yeah. that crazy, whatever. And I think. There's you know people who still want it to remain, oh no, no, don't you're yeah, don't talk about the or whatever, uh and I get those messages sometimes that they seem to get angrier as the weeks go by, but but you know whatever, it's par for the course, um yeah, so I think I have a lot of questions, one, what would you say is is the biggest thing that you learned from doing a sex and relationships podcast
0: um I think the biggest thing and it seems like so simple but it's really just communication. You know, I think like as women in my experience like it with having sex with with men is I always expect like When I, before I started this, I expected them to know what to do. I thought, well, I don't have to do anything because that's, they're a man. Like they have a penis, you know, like they know what to do. So like, I'm just along for the ride type of thing, you know, (laughs) pun intended. That's
1: great. That's great.
0: Um, so I think like, one thing that really resonated me with me, especially recently is I think we have as women, we think that the man should know exactly what to do. And the, what we've realized as adults is that, you know, a female's orgasm is very, can be very complex and difficult. And we still think the man should know what to do. Mm. I mean, that's crazy to me. I think that's like the biggest thing that I've learned is like, it's not a man's job to make you orgasm. And that might be controversial to some people, but that's like coming from a woman, you know, it's like, I think as being with a partner, it's your job as a woman to communicate your needs to your partner. And that's how the orgasm is going to happen. And it's still the man giving it to you, but you know, you can't like, everybody's so different. You can't just expect every single person to know how to get you off. I don't think that's fair.
1: No, that is fucking giant. Uh, I mean, there's a couple different ways we could go at this point. And, like, I, I totally agree that that is something that, you know, the communication part plays, like, right into that. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I saw some fucking reel or something where uh, – it was like they were simulating like what a guy did where he's like um and the the listeners won't be able to see this but youtube you're welcome but like the, the guys like like tapping on the clit and like going like that and like rubbing like that he's like did you come and it's like yeah. what the <laughs> fuck but like i'm a i'm a man you know and i've done those things and expected those results because of whatever the fuck we are we're seeing and doing and and hearing like um and the other thing that i would add to that that i think it's really crazy that I, I I'm coming up against more and more and more doing this show mm-hmm. is on the internet, you know, there is so much advice, right? Like take your whole palm and put it on, uh, on, on the clit. And then like, whatever, just, or like hold it there, put pressure there. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, the, 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 the G spot thing where it's two fingers up and then, you know, but okay, how far yeah. up and go like that. And like, and, yeah. and, and that to me is like, Great advice. Appreciate it. Um, But every single person's body is different. And that person is right there. And although it might seem weird, you're so right. Just like, hey, does this feel good? Or does this trash? Like, what's up?
0: I feel like... There's, like, one, like, universal line that I feel like either sex could use, okay? And it's, like, if you want to ask a question on how to get someone off, but you don't want to be, like, you want it to be sexy, like, I'll (laughs) give you the first version, okay? Like, let's say you're a girl and you want to suck this guy's dick, Mm -hmm. you literally could just go and whisper into their ear and be like, I want you to tell me how you want me to suck your dick. Like boom, done. You're not even doing, you just do the work. They're going to tell you exactly what to do. They're going to tell you what they like. It's not weird. It feels sexy. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a man would be extremely turned on like, Oh fuck. She just like (laughs) whispered that in my ear. Now I'm going to get exactly what I want, you know? And then I think it can go vice versa too. Like if a guy wants to know about a girl, he could just be like, I want you to tell me exactly what you want. You know?
1: I mean, that is incredible advice, like, like incredible advice. It's simple, but it's like, it's hot. It's it it works. Right. So I guess follow up question, why do you think people aren't doing it? Because then they have to cash out and leave the bowling alley early or why, why are, (laughs) why are people not, not being as direct?
0: I don't know. I think it goes back to the same conversation of just not being able to communicate or not knowing how, or maybe having like, I think for me, like I'm, like I said, I'm always in my head. So I think sometimes, like in my own personal experiences, I would be thinking about, like, okay, I want to like dirty talk, like I want to say this, and I'm like saying it in, in my head, and then I just have to tell myself, like, just fucking say it, right? Like his dick is inside of you right now. He's not gonna care what comes out of your mouth, like exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly, yeah.
0: You know, so I think it's just like the fear of, like, for me for me personally, it was like the fear of like sounding stupid. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think like most men are just happy to be there. I don't really think in that moment they're going to be like, why the fuck did she say that?
1: You know? Yeah. And, and so, and I would add to that, like that's incredibly correct on both ends. I think cause I've felt like stupid, like, Oh, I really want to say this like fucked up thing. And it's like, or maybe it's yeah. not even fucked up. Maybe it's like something basic, but I think that for some reason it's our egos, right? Because if we have to yeah. ask, we fucking suck, right? And in our heads, we all want to be like, <clears throat> you know, women want to be like, oh, I got all these dudes off, and and the men like we're we're like our egos are giant, and we want to say yeah. like, oh, I know how to get women off, or da 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 da, da and whatever. And it's like it, it's we're we're made to feel like we're failures if we don't know everyone's algorithm, which is so messed up. And and that's something that I feel like. Really needs to be conversations like this. Like need to be ha- happening like more and more and more. Um, yeah, exactly. The thing that I would add to that is, uh, and something that that I do all the time is like, don't be afraid of sex toys. Like, if your partner does have complex, you know, orgasms or or wants to take a long time or whatever you suggest fucking busting out the fucking, you know, the heater 9,000 or whatever it is, right? Like, (laughs) I, like the last two, so for Valentine's Day and Christmas, I have bought my girlfriend multiple crazy sex toys, and I don't think she's ever had a partner that's done that, because she's just like, oh my God, right? And they're like these really intense kind of wild things, and like, I'm the one that's suggesting let's bust that shit out, and I think there's ways to do that where like, you can still, it's not like you're just like, you know, waiting, waiting there. Like you having a good time. It's not like, it's not like that. Like put your face, right. and your fucking face down there. Right. Talk to her, use your hand. Yeah. Like, there, you, yeah. You can do these things. And I think again, it just becomes like an ego thing. I mean, is that, is that like, like totally vibe with what you are understanding about like men and sex toys?
0: I think it is, you know, I, I feel lucky I guess lucky enough, like I don't think I've ever really been in an in an experience where like I've been with a man who felt weird about bringing sex toys into the bedroom, mm-hmm. but to be fair, also, I feel like the sex that I was having um when I was single isn't comparable to the sex that I'm having now, mm. like I look back and I'm like what like <laughs> it <laughs> I like almost don't even have words you know it was just like flings and hookups like there wasn't any like conversation of like what do you like what do you like like let's try something new like when you don't have like a consistent partner Mm -hmm. well I I don't know I guess I can't speak for everyone but when I didn't have a consistent partner I was like well I don't want to use like the same toy on like You know, however many people and I know there's other ways around that with certain toys and keeping them clean and whatnot, but that just wasn't it wasn't a part of my life then. Mm -hmm. So I think now where I'm at and I'm in this relationship there, it has opened up a plethora of conversation and, you know, stimulation and pleasure
1: yeah no totally okay so let's (laughs) let's have some fun and flip this around now how do you feel about women using toys on men right because now there's like these blowjob machines and like these like uh they're like flesh lighty kind of like whatever and they're becoming more prevalent but I just feel like there's still like big stigma with that like would you be comfortable using a toy on your partner or is that like I'd
0: rather oh yeah why not I don't care I mean like we, you know, we use toys together. I do feel like now that we're, like, talking about it, I feel like there are way more toys for women than they are, than there are men. Yeah. Which I, guess, which I guess makes sense. But, you know, we've used, like, cock rings, and we haven't used, like, a – what are they called? Like, you, where you can, like, jack them off.
1: Yeah, so – there's like uh there's an explosion in technology with um, there's <laughs> actually there's literal machines that are like you know they're the size of like We're a we like
0: simulates oh. a blowjob right and you
1: can and 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 some of them now I just had someone on the show that was talking about it but like some of them are voice controlled so you can program it like like. Uh, yeah, baby, gag on it, and it'll do a certain thing and shit. Like that's how advanced. That's exactly.
0: that's wild. Like,
1: it, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally wild. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah, but they, they're they're basically like yeah, like there's like there's flashlight right where it's like a a mold of like usually a porn star or whomever's right. like vagina, and then you can fucking fuck that, and, and there's like all these different things, but it's mainly like strokers they call him right so that's like the main thing for for dudes um that i've seen
0: i feel like if my man was like hey can you like i want to use this (laughs) toy you want to use it on me i'd be like yeah i mean sure but i also feel like if we're going to be together he'd probably just want me to use my hands or my body you know what i mean yeah but no i think like more power to you i think like Majority of people who are in commitments or really interested in, you know, like the sex exploration, if you will, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're open minded people and they're interested in pleasure, pleasure for themselves and pleasure for their partner or giving, you know, giving and receiving in different ways. So I think yeah, fucking more power
1: to you. you Right. Yeah. Well, it's just another, it's just a weird fucking stigma thing. I feel like in another 10 years, we're all going to have a chip in their brain where it's like, we program whatever the fuck it is, (laughs) and we're going to have to get over it, right? So, like, buy each other sex toys, you know?
0: I feel like I can say one, like, not everything is for everyone. So, I think if I was, like, dating someone, and then he was like, hey, I have this, like, fetish that I or this yeah wait which is which fetish or kink a kink is fetish is you can't live without it like it has to happen that's for you to come right
1: so like I ask this question all the time and it's it's a fun question because it like it changes right and so that's where I, that's my like sort of like watered down is yeah it's like it's like a kink is something that like you love it gets you off right it's like oh cool but that can change but like a fetish right. is something like, like you need it Yeah. Or at least you desire it more. It's easier to get off with this thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So if someone, if I was like dating someone and they had this kink and they had like one of those like full, like real robot, like people, I think personally for me, I'm not sure if I could get into it, (laughs) but (laughs) you know, I don't know if I would be able to like celebrate that. Like I wouldn't judge, but I'd just be like, you know, there's some things that are for me and there's some things that aren't. So I think that would be the, like one of the
1: only positions, but to each their own, you know? So if you, so if you, <laughs> if you, you know, it's coming. Um, so if you had a partner and, and he said to you like, Hey, like we've, we've been together a little while or whatever, like I kind of have this thing. It's like really hot. I keep masturbating to it. I keep thinking about you and her. And you're like, where's this going? And it's like, and the her is like a doll, right? Like yeah. a real, like a realistic doll. Like I want us to have, all have a threesome. Like she's not real. I'm not gonna, whatever. But like, let's all just like fuck around. Are you saying yes? Or are you like, I need some tequila? Like what? Like, <laughs> what? Because um, maybe after like a night out, it could be like a thing. I don't know.
0: I mean, do like do their fingers move and stuff? Like how in- how intricate <laughs> are they? Just like I, I mean, Still like stillborn is that where we're, where we're at?
1: <clears throat> the stillborn sex doll, yeah. So I think we're still in the stillborn phase, but they are moving like to like start to like move and like be able to go into positions and shit like that. So I let's say know. let's say it's a stillborn.
0: Don't know. <laughs> That was very really bad terminology. I don't know. I
1: I love it. I actually might name this episode "Stillborn Sex Style." So whatever.
0: Oh (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Um, All sex toys were over the age of eighteen in the making of this video. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I would really have to be drunk enough to think it was another person.
1: Okay. Shit. Like I think
0: that would be like like full blackout. Stacia's here. Tatum's no longer in the building, mm. and you know maybe you know. But like, <laughs> but he would have to like put her away before I woke up in the morning.
1: And then, and then, and then you just don't remember anything.
0: <laughs> no, like I would, have, <laughs> I would like to like you know like you know what like there's like flashes right. of like. Okay, yeah, that happened, but I don't want to like wake up in bed with like my man and the sex (laughs) doll, you know, (laughs) you know.
1: Like, who's making breakfast? Right? Exactly. What the fuck? No, it's that's great. That's fucking great.
0: (laughs) What a conversation! I did not think that this is where this is gonna go.
1: Right. Well, welcome to sex party. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. So you know. Not that we we're gonna top that, but um, <laughs> what would you say? Because you said y- you you do overshare and like you you call yourself or you say oh I'm inappropriate I'm inappropriate which I fucking love because duh I mean whatever right yeah. um, still born sex style over here but like. um <laughs> I think uh, well, you said it right, but I just ran with it. Um, <laughs> regrets,
0: regrets. No, it's no. There are no
1: regrets. <laughs> okay. There's no regrets. Fuck, fuck that. The planet is melting. Okay, there's no yeah. regrets. We're here just for a good it. time. Yeah, yeah, totally. What would you say is your biggest overshare on your show? Like, what is something you've like talked about? You're like, ooh, I don't know. Do I keep that in or what?
0: Oh my god. Um, I mean one like Comes to my mind But I think it's just like The explicit-ness, ex- explicit I don't know the word But the like of The stories like if I'm telling a story About a situation or like a guy I dated And we like had sex Um It's like all The details mm-hmm. so I Just thought of another one but I don't know if I've shared It <coughs>
1: Well, there's no better time like the present, Tatum. <laughs> totally, totally up to you. You've already talked about fucking a st- uh, fucking sex doll. No, so. no,
0: no, no. Okay, um, I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I can't be that bad.
0: I think it's just kind of it's like gives a little like gross gross but it is relatable okay fuck it i'll just fucking say it there was this one time i was fucking this guy in the shower Mm -hmm. and um he we're like mid fuck and he's like what is what is that and i'm like what he's like i can like feel something like hitting the tip of my dick and i'm like oh my god i'm like get out i left my tampon in So it was like last day, you know, Mm -hmm. and we had sex and I had my tampon. So we're in the shower and I'm like fishing around trying to, (laughs) I told you, I warned you. It's not that bad though. It's not that bad. (laughs) Um, I couldn't get it. I couldn't, you see these nails, you too. I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I couldn't find it. So I was like freaking out. And I was like telling this guy, like, I can't fucking find it. And he dead ass looks at me in the eyes and he's like, (laughs) Do you want me
1: to try? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I want you to try, motherfucker. <laughs> Get in there.
0: Yeah, so he did, and he found it, and then he just, like, pulled it out, and it hit the floor, and, you know, then we went along with our merry way. So did you guys
1: continue to have sex, or was that it was done?
0: Yeah, no, we continued to have sex. Yes! Yes!
1: <laughs> yes we love I mean, it we
0: were in the shower already it's like mm-hmm. who cares and then I think the funny part of the story is we were at my friend's house in her shower um and then the next morning I like woke up and had to text her and asked her if she could check the bathroom to see if the tampon was still on the floor
1: oh my god <laughs> that's awesome that's so awesome
0: it wasn't we cleaned it up but yeah so I think you know this is this is me hi
1: yeah but this is this is you but this is human you know what i mean like i yeah, have
0: like,
1: someone i was using not to cut you off um no you're
0: good you're good
1: it's just human you know
0: it's real life shit that like i know i'm not the only one that this has happened to but it's not something that everybody would go and say publicly for the world to know
1: yeah, but I <laughs> you're you're an innovator in that way. And that's why I think whatever you figure out with your podcast, it's going to fucking sing. You're going to fucking nail it. You're going to fucking because because of what you just did. The the ability to laugh with the sex doll and the stillborn yeah. and the fucking whatever, right? And the, the that's what counts cuz then immediately now or ta- in the aftermath talking about how no one does that and this that and the other. So I whenever you figure out what you're doing with your podcast, I just, I get these gut feelings about people. And again, it's why I wanted you here. It's going to fucking light up once you figure out what that formula is. Cause you just like, you have that thing that, um, that, that almost all of my guests have. And it's just like, man, I have to have that person. I have to hear that person's story. And if we have a good back and forth, then we'll collab again in the future. So you have all of that. Right. Um, and you're not the only one that's happened to you. I I used to know this girl. She's a complete asshole. I'm not going to mention her name now, but like we used to be friends. She's a douche, but like, uh, <laughs> uh, she's just very mean and weird and selfish. There's something under the surface there probably, but she hooked up with this guy. She was drunk. Uh, she really liked this guy. They wind up hooking up and he was like really fucking her like hard. Right. And, and afterwards she felt like really sick and she's like hammered as fuck because she felt oh. really sick. It turns out, same thing as you. She left her tampon in there because he was like had a big dick and was like banging her so hard oh. that it went so far up there that she had to go to the emergency room and have them go inside and pull it oh out. And my <laughs> so God. so you're not the, see, you're not the only one, right? You I, know?
0: I did an episode with my gyno. She's also a client. I do her lashes. We did an mm-hmm. episode talking about like women's health and um, just like crazy shit she's seen and had to like pull out of people's vaginas. And yeah. like tampons are like the number one thing along with, you know, a plethora of other yeah, interesting sure. things.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, well, what's, what's, what's like number two tampons number? What's number two?
0: um i'm not sure i don't know if i can speak on that but in the episode that we did i i think she said that she had to pull like a vibrating mouse toy out of someone's vagina because yeah. it got
1: stuck that seems common you know they, oh my- yeah yeah <laughs> seems really i thought you were gonna say like a frog or something i was be like what the oh. fuck yeah no like and the
0: girl she didn't
1: have a cat so yeah just kidding you know that yeah I mean that's you know people people are curious and and sometimes you know they don't want to wait for the Amazon guy you might as well just shove the cat toy in there whatever oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um you okay so you for your Valentine's Day episode which is very good by the way um, thank you you did this this segment on on your on your hoe phase right and you and you kind Mm -hmm. of like you laid out rules uh, f- for women having a hoe face. And I thought like, we've touched on this a little bit on the show here and there, but um, if you could like recap that, but also like the stuff about how like, don't do this, this and this, right? Cause if you're going to have a hoe phase, the idea is not to get attached and this is how you not. And so if you could recap that, I think that's so valuable.
0: Yeah. Um. For, for me, This was so important because when I, I'm like, I'm a Libra and I am just fall in love so easily. And I've like romanticized things a lot. So I think it's like hard for a lot of women to be single and be want to be dating, but not over romanticize these guys or these relationships. And so to break it down like quick, I think some of the rules to keep yourself from falling into one person is you need to have a roster. That's for one. Um, I also talk about like understanding your why, like why are you in the hoe phase? Like what is your goal? What's your why? What's your goal? Like being clear on those intentions can set you up in and really understanding like what you want and not getting attached to one person. And then like, you know, crying for three days because they ghosted you, you know?
1: <laughs> so true.
0: Yeah. So finding your goal, finding your why, um, and then having a roster. I think I said like three or four people, each person can serve a purpose. Like you could be dating the one you're really interested in, um, you could be sleeping and ha- with one and have them being your friends with benefits. So you're getting your sexual needs met, but then you're still talking to three other people for like, okay, I know this guy. He's not the one for me, but I can at least have some consistent dick in my life because that's also hard to find. Mm. Um, and then in the meantime, you can, you know, date three other people, determine what you like. I think a part of dating a bunch of people is you're not putting all of your eggs into one basket um, you're kind of leaving room for like the mystery and you're not always available. Being not available is great. I think because for one, I think guys love the chase so much. So not always being free when a guy wants to see you. Um, and then kind of going into like, once you start sleeping with people, if you're sleeping with multiple people or there's just one person for me, I have this like tagline. So I'm like, um (laughs) there's like the one rule for sleeping with people setting boundaries okay if you don't want to catch feelings you fuck and you leave no cuddles because cuddles lead to feels you fuck and you leave okay and how great is that for like if you're seeing a guy you have sex with him then you get up you put your pants on he's like wait where are you going you're like oh well like I i have plans after this i gotta go and then it's like, oh wow, well he's probably so thrown off. Like you're not, you're not gonna stay. No, nope, I gotta go. <laughs> so I think for me that was like the big thing, which is also just so fun to say. It's like you fuck and you leave. No cuddles. Cuddles lead to feels. You fuck and you leave.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I uh, I had a thing with a girl like that, and it was beautiful. Like because yeah. I love that. Because I was like, you know, avoidant attachment. Like okay, and she was whatever. I mean, eventually she stopped doing that and was like, Oh, I'll stay. And I'm like, uh Oh, whatever. But like, (laughs) I like respected it so hard. You know, I was like, this is fucking great. You come over at 3am, you leave at fucking 530. I mean, it's just like, boom. It was like a, a thing constantly. So we love that. Um, okay i have this segment i've recently brought it back to the show i think you're perfect for it it's called the burner oh it's more more rapid fire uh it's more juicy but we've already fucking done a lot (laughs) juice the whole fucking thing so whatever it's Um, wet over
0: here
1: (laughs) yeah i mean there's fucking fluids everywhere at this point with this this episode and robot fluids everything um It's like 10 or 12 questions. They're more fun. Uh, you can go through the burner or you can decline. So it's up to you. Okay.
0: No, let's fucking send it. Let's do it.
1: Okay. Uh, question one, name something you wish men would stop doing.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, oh my God. I wasn't prepared for this. Okay. One thing I wish they would stop doing. Mm-hmm. I, I sending unwanted dick pics
1: okay just yeah, yeah, yeah. don't
0: just yeah, don't for sure.
1: do it at name, least ask yeah i mean you can't you can't just fucking send the floppy dick that's not yeah don't do that uh name something you wish women would stop doing
0: um thinking that it's a man's job to make them come
1: okay name something you wish you would stop doing
0: um, overthinking and self-sabotaging things in my life.
1: <laughs> Ooh, spicy one. Yeah. See, we love this. Is why it's the burner. Um, have have you ever been to a sex party in real life?
0: No, but I want to so bad. I would, I would love, love to. Me and my boyfriend were trying to figure, delegate some, some boundaries mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm open.
1: Yeah, and like I think. The thing about sex parties that people sort of don't put into their fucking logical brain is that if you go to a sex party, you can just have seven vodka sodas and chill and watch. You don't have right. to jump right in. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. great answer there. Um, favorite guilty pleasure? Does not have to be sexual. It could be like some fucking candy or a Katy Perry song or something. I don't know, whatever.
0: Favorite guilty pleasure? Probably just wine.
1: Okay.
0: it's That's not great. not not that exciting no it's <laughs> yeah
1: well depending on how much you drink it could be exciting it's great That's um, true. <laughs> name a person dead or alive you get to uh you get to have sex with this person you get to spend time with this person but the catch is it's only for 24 hours
0: oh my god <laughs> um Sex and time, but it's only for 24 hours.
1: Dead or alive. Yeah, it could be like a dead celebrity or something.
0: Um wow, that's so hard. I'm literally trying to think of like celebrity crushes.
1: Yeah, you're on the spot. I mean, I it, know. It, 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 that's the I, burner. I have
0: <laughs> a thing for like I've always had a thing for older men. So I think. I think I just
1: got to go with like <laughs> with John Stamos. <laughs> I that's there you go. That's a great answer. There you but go. I, okay.
0: But I feel like but like the the late 90s version.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's your day. You get 24 yeah. hours of late 90s John Stamos. Uh, you would not yeah. be alone in that in that choice. Um yeah. uh Backstreet Boys or In sync uh spice girls or pussycat dolls
0: oh that's fucked up
1: <laughs> I <know. laughs> so, yeah i know
0: that's fucked up yeah, because yeah, I like I, I think like who i am as a person <laughs> but i here's the thing like i was a child when both of them were famous but mm-hmm. i think who i am as a person is full-blown pussycat Cat dolls
1: so, that's your answer.
0: I think that has to be my answer, okay. I can see I that mean, i had yeah. gar- I had coordinated garage dances with my neighborhood friends in fifth grade to their songs, so
1: loosening up the buttons, yeah, for sure <laughs> yes, um yes. okay, uh, in the garage, <laughs> love that shit um, okay, <laughs> briefly tell us one of your craziest sex stories.
0: um one of my craziest. Oh um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how honest I can be about it um, well, you,
1: you can change names you'll have and-
0: to you'll have to listen to my episode called the Anal Diet.
1: Perfect. The anal yeah. diet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I had anal questions on my thing too, and we didn't even get to them, but whatever. Um, Next time.
0: Next time.
1: Yeah. There's <laughs> always room for anal. Uh, okay. So favorite comfort movie or show like what are you, are you like falling asleep to like the, the office or maybe full house? Cause you're John Stamos or what?
0: Um, I go through phases. I think like all time favorite, Show that I had gone back to for so many times is The Vampire Diaries or New mm. Girl. Both yeah. of them just you know kind of brain melting. I've seen them so many times. Or like reality TV if I don't really want to pay attention. Yeah, but want something on.
1: Those first two feel like two parts of your personality to me. So that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally for sure. Um, most most used app on your phone.
0: Instagram.
1: Okay uh flaming hot or probably not so are you like a fan of flaming hot snacks and shit
0: no not really
1: okay probably not best kind of best kind of music to bang to
0: oh i think we do like a lot of like deep house or progressive house music
1: Ah, not really a lot. answer
0: yes not really a lot of words but like the beats are there it's vibey yeah yeah
1: you're either like in a uh a blade runner city or like out in space <laughs> like i totally fucking get it yeah yes, um, yeah um it's good to work out to too sometimes so there's that too mm-hmm. uh uh do you have a finsta do you have a fake instagram account
0: no, I don't. I'm not uh, on the trend. I have three Instagram accounts okay, because right. <laughs> I like all of all the things I do, but no
1: fake one. Nope. Oh, well, the look you gave, you're like, ah, like for a second, I thought she <laughs> had one. I don't know, whatever. Uh, okay. So you do not have a fake Instagram. Okay. Final question. You do not have to say names, whatever, but say something, make a statement to one of your exes.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um oh my god, which one? There's two. I don't know. Actually. Totally up to you. I'm gonna coordinate both of them in one. I truly hope that you can get some help.
1: Tatum Zoe, thank you for being <laughs> on Sex Party. <laughs> it was my pleasure this episode was so much fucking fun um let's tell them where they can find you where they can badger you for for episodes and whatever
0: okay awesome first of all like thank you so much for having me i had a blast and you're so easy to have a conversation with so you know thank you for allowing this to happen yeah um you can find me on Instagram, uh, Tatum Zoe, Z O E E E, three E's, uh, Girl Stop Talking podcast on Instagram, Girl Stop Talking on YouTube. I have a couple videos up there, not a whole lot. And, and yeah, that's really it. My main plug is Instagram. And then I got the YouTube channel. You can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts.
1: Yeah, and we'll link everything in the show notes so they can easily find. Thank you so much for being on the show. This is a fucking blast. We have to do it again. So, uh, you know, I could see you and I like collaborating regularly so they can look forward to that. Uh, And yeah, we'll, we'll talk soon.
0: Okay, absolutely. Thank you.
1: Thanks. I told you it was a fucking fun one. Thank you to Tatum Zoe for being on the show with me this week. Tatum will be back. I think we're going to be collabing on a ton of stuff in the future. She is awesome. Go check out all of her stuff. If you guys want more guests like Tatum, if you want to see Tatum again, if you love Sex Party, if you want Sex Party merch, how do you show that love, that desire, that appreciation for more? If you're listening on platforms like Apple and Spotify, you can subscribe to the show. That's the most important. You can also leave a rating. You can leave a review. You don't have to. I would appreciate it if you do. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, I love you. I see you. I appreciate you. You can like the video. You can subscribe to the channel. You can leave a comment. As always, you guys can find me in the DMs on Instagram and I will see you back here next week. Thanks for listening. The party continues next week. Click subscribe and let's make this a regular thing. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at SexPartyFM. Follow Dustin at DustinRibka.